0: today i will be reading take a picture of me james vanduzi this book was written by andrea j loney and illustrated by keith mallet if you have this book feel free to read along silently if you don't it's quite okay get in a very comfortable place and get very relaxed and listen quietly to take a picture of me james vanduzi deep in the heart of let it... Massachusetts. In a white frame house nestled between his aunt's home and his grandparents' house lived a boy named James Vanderzee. Zee. James was the oldest boy of three sons and two daughters. At the Vander Zees' home, the children learned about music and art and kindness too. James played the violin and piano. He also liked to paint, but drawing people was hard. He could never get their expressions right. James wanted to share the beauty he saw in his heart. One day, a man came to the Van home with a huge contraption called a camera. It was the only camera in Linux. Click, boom, the man took the family's picture and left. Later, he returned with a photograph that perfectly captured everyone's smiles and their mother's sweet gaze. Now, this is how you make great pictures, thought James. I want a camera. In a magazine, James found a contest where the first prize was a camera. To win, he had to sell the most sachets of ladies' perfume. After months of selling sachets, James won. He won, but the camera came in parts, and the parts didn't fit together, so James had to start over again. He weeded his neighbor's garden for a quarter a day until he saved five dollars. And then James was the second person in Linux to own a camera. First, James took pictures of his family, then his classmates. Soon people from all over town were saying, Take a picture of me, James Vanderzee. At home, James turned his closet into a dark room and learned how to develop film. It wasn't easy to create photographs, but James loved his family. He loved his town and the people in it, so he always worked to make them look their best. Far away from Lennox, the world was changing. Many black families were leaving the segregated South to start new lives in big northern towns like New York City. James was ready for adventure. At the age of 18, he took his camera and moved to Harlem. Ooh. Compared to Lennox, Harlem was big, fast, and exciting. James had to hold on to his hat to keep his head from spinning. After working as a pianist, a waiter,
1: and an elevator
0: operator, James finally got a job as an assistant photographer at a portrait studio in New Jersey. Many big city customers came to have their portraits taken. James couldn't wait to take their photographs, but his boss boss sent him straight to the dark room. He said customers would not want their portraits taken by a black man. James did not like the way his boss took portraits. His boss shot the photographs too quickly. Sometimes the customers weren't even ready. In the dark room, James worked hard to make everyone look their best. One day, his boss left for vacation and put James in charge of the shop. James promised to take care of the business, but in his own way. Instead of rushing the customers, James talked to them. He found their natural smiles and the perfect backgrounds. James treated the customers like family. In the dark room, James made their pictures look even better. He brightened people's eyes, straightened their teeth, and fixed their hair. He saw what was special in everyone and captured each person's story on film. When James's boss returned, he found a line of customers saying, Take a picture of me, James Banderzee. So James went back to New York and opened his very own portrait st- studio in Harlem, where the neighborhood was jumping with brand new music, art, books, and glamour. This cultural celebration was called the Harlem Renaissance just about everyone, politicians like Marcus Garvey, athletes like Joe Lewis, and the New York Black Yankees, and world-famous performers like For- Florence Mills, Bill Bojangles Robinson, and maybe Smith wanted fancy portraits taken by James Van Der Zee. James photographed the rich and the poor, but mostly the middle class, and this distinguished him from many other photographers, At the time, photographs of black people were often sad and grim depictions of poor black farmers or struggling city dwellers. But when James stepped behind the camera, click, boom, everything changed. James used beautiful backgrounds, fancy props, and elegant clothing to help people of his neighborhood look their best. In the darkroom, he fixed photos and combined images to create perfect portraits. Even James's street photography captured the pride, beauty, and joy of Harlem. People all over the world proudly displayed James's photos in their homes, in their businesses, and close to their hearts. But the world was changing again. Cameras were now smaller and cheaper. People could take their own photographs. Soon customers stopped coming to James Vanderdee's studio. James tried to keep working, he took passport photos shooting tiny portraits that help send folks on faraway adventures. Eventually, though, James had no choice but to put away his camera. Instead, he fixed old photographs sent to him by people from all around the world. Several years later, a visitor arrived at James's studio. The Metropolitan Museum of Art needed photographs for an exhibit on the history of the Harlem Renaissance. They found thousands of photo- photographs showing thousands of Harlem residents, all taken by James Van Der Zee. The exhibit was called Harlem On My Mind, and James's work was a huge hit. People said it was like walking through 40 years of the history of Harlem. The photographs show the Harlem of families and churches, friends, clubs, neighbors, and celebrities. The Harlem of love, pride, and community. The Harlem that James Van Der Zee always saw in his heart. And people came to say, Take a picture of me, James Van Der Zee. So James stepped behind the camera once again. Click, click. Here is the afterword. In 1884, John and Susan Elizabeth Van Der Zee, the butler and maid for President Ulysses S. Grant, left their post and his New York residence to start a family. They moved to Lenox, Massachusetts, a sleepy multicultural town that became a vacation retreat for wealthy aristocrats in the summer. A year after their first child, Jenny arrived, James Augustus Joseph Van Der Zee, was born on June 29, 1886. The next year, their son Walter was born and three more children, Charles, Johnny, Died at age six, and Mary followed. James's first working camera was a four-by-five-inch box camera operated on a stand. With supplies from the local drugstore, he developed his own pictures by following the directions that came with his first camera, the broken one. James was only a fifth grader when he became his school's photographer. He was also the unofficial town photographer and even took portraits of vacationing aristocrats. Eventually, James outgrew life in his small town. In 1904, 18-year-old James and his brother Walter decided to join their father, who was working as a waiter at the Knickerbocker Trust in New York City. James took on many jobs. He played the violin and piano with Fletcher Henderson and John Wanamaker Orchestra. In 1911, James got a job as an assistant photographer in a portrait studio in Newark, New Jersey. The next year, he joined his sister, Jenny, at the Tucson Conservatory of Art and Music, where James photographed her young students. He honed his craft there until 1915, when James opened the Guarantee Photo Studio at 109 West 135th Street in Harlem, with his bis- new business partner, Vanella Greenlee. There, they moved to a better location and, re- and renamed GGG Photo Studio, located at 272 Lennox Avenue. James and Ganella were married for more than 50 years. From 1915 through the 1980s, James took pictures of families, churches, businesses, soldiers, professional or- organizations, performers, athletes, religious leaders, and more. Marcus Garvey's Back to Africa movement, the Universal Negro Improvement Association, hired James as the organization's official photographer. Eventually, once cameras became smaller and cheaper, easier to use, James's business declined. He went through hard times, losing his home, his wife, Ganella, and even the rights to his own photographs. Then, in 1978, he married Donna Macendon, and everything changed. With his new wife's encouragement and support, James regained the rights to his work, returned to his career, and started taking pictures again. James created portraits for many famous celebrities, including Jean-Michel Basquiat, Lou Rawls, and Muhammad Ali. James Van Der Zee saw himself as an artist first, then a photographer. He was a master at transforming simple photographs into elaborate works of art. The camera was only one part of a complete set of tools he used to create portraits. First came the special lighting, clothing, backgrounds, and props. Second, James' humor and warmth helped his customers relax for the camera. Finally, after the pictures were taken, James used a couple of techniques to perfect the portraits in the darkroom. He used an etching knife and a retouching pencil to erase parts of images such as wrinkles or draw in corrections such as straight teeth, sometimes to even brighten the subject's eyes and smile as in the portrait below. James also mastered the art of photomontage. This technique allowed him to take two or more pictures and then combine them into one final image. Sometimes he would show only a partial layer of an image, which would make the people in the photograph seem transparent, as if they were spirits or angels. In future expectations, the photo below, James used this technique to show a newly married couple's wish to have a family. During his lifetime, James Van Der Zee created thousands of portraits, took more than 75,000 photographs, and created more than 125,000 plates, negatives, transparencies, and prints. Each image shared an extraordinary story about the people of Harlem, the quiet beauty of their everyday lives, and the grandeur of their hopes and dreams, and most of all, their inherent dignity and pride. James passed away in 1983 at the age of 96. After the life and work of James Van Der Zee, the world has never seen Harlem in quite the same way. All right, and that was the end, boys and girls. Wow, I learned a lot from that. That book was Take a Picture of Me, James Vanderzee, written by Andrea L. Loney and illustrated by Keith Mallet. Have a beautiful day, boys and girls. Take care.